0: It is Thursday, February 11th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. And now, a guy who's actually here and not just a cat filter, Ah! Ah! J.P. Shadrick. Yeah,
1: I am not a cat. I am J.P. Shadrick. Jeff Lagerman coming up shortly. We've got a busy program today here on Jaguars Happy Hour on this Thursday afternoon. The coaching announcements came down today. The coordinators and Charlie Strong and Urban Meyer all had press conferences and availabilities over Microsoft Teams today. We'll hear some of the highlights from that. It's Trevor time tomorrow. Trevor Lawrence will throw for NFL personnel at Clemson. And three, Jaguars coaches will be there, they confirmed today, of course. I I wouldn't imagine any other way. And we'll go around the National Football League. Also, at about 4.15 or so, Joe Cullen will join us. Jaguars defensive coordinator joins us live on the program here in just a little bit. Jeff Loggeman joins us here on the program from his home right now. Good afternoon, Logs. What's happened, J.P.? Finally got a coordinator or assistant coach announcement today. We've been waiting and waiting and waiting, but they finally, you know, dotted the I's and crossed the T's. And here we are with a a staff of, by the way, all the names on that announcement today, including administrative roles and, and strength staff, 31 people. That is a pretty large staff for the Jaguars.
2: Yeah, it seems to be kind of the way of the National Football League these days with the staff increasing in size. And you go back to, gosh, the 80s and early 90s, and, and the staffs were very small. Bill Belichick in New England is one of the teams that still has an extremely low number of, of staff members, but yeah. he is one of the few in the National Football League. It's, it's the way it is nowadays, JP. It's
1: the way it is, and he wanted an elite staff. Let's hear from the Jaguars head coach, Urban Meyer. Today, his opening thoughts about the staff he put together
3: It's great to introduce the uh, 2021 jaguar coaching staff i spent the good uh, portion of last month putting this puzzle together uh it's a mix of really incredible nfl experience when you look at it, along with collegiate experience with the transition of the the game of the nfl moving towards more towards the schematics of of uh college football uh, qualities. I look for are experts at what they do. You know, I believe 904 deserves the very best. I feel great about uh, the staff. Uh, took a, a lot of time, a lot of effort. Uh, the most interviews I've really ever had in my career to put this uh, thing together, but I feel great about it. And uh, obviously time
1: will judge and time will test uh, how we do. Got to win football games, of course. That'll be the, the ultimate judge of things. But what is your initial thought on the staff here, Logs? There's a, there is a mix of NFL experience, especially with the coordinator position, but college experience. Guys he's known in the past. I mean, you, you look at no further, really, than um, his assistant head coach, Charlie Strong. He's known him for a long, long time, and he will be his right-hand man. So it is a mix of NFL and college experience.
2: No, I, I like the staff. And I don't think there's any reason not to like his staff. And most importantly, because the man that sits at the top is an exceptionally strong leader. And he has been a proven commodity before. He's won football games before. And what I liked most and what I appreciated probably the most out of the press conference that he held was he talked about increasing the player's value. And he, and he said, and in point blank, and it's, it's, it's factual, that... The way you do that is by winning. That's right. And he said everybody's value increases when we win football games. And and so I appreciated that. And and I, I like what he kept repeating about how everything was providing the players the best of the best so that they could do their jobs better. Because that is ultimately what this game is about, about getting the maximum performance out of everybody, whether it be players, coaches, staff, it doesn't matter. And if he believes that maximizing and and getting the most out of everybody is by providing them the best of the best. That's exactly what the player wants to hear. And that's exactly what coaches want to hear.
1: I was interested to hear what uh, he had to say about the offensive coordinator and pass game coordinator. But obviously, th- those are the ones that's the position. The quarterback position, obviously, is the most important coming up this offseason. Number one pick. They're going to Clemson tomorrow. We'll get into that a little bit later. But the coaches that touch the quarterback on a daily basis that are in that meeting room, that are, are the ones in his ear. I think those were the biggest hires that urban had to make. And he said it today, he spent the most time on offensive coordinator and pass game coordinator just for that purpose.
2: Well, and I think he did the reason he did that is because I mean, that's, that's the side of his expertise and he's getting ready to jump into a game that he's never played in, so to speak, or coached in, which is the national football league level. So, you've gotta be able to get out of your comfort zone a little bit, but then also, you have to be willing to accept some new ideas, and also the people that you hire have to be able to accept some of your input. And I think that's what what I like most about the press conference is how he described that he has a certain vision of how the offense should be, and that the people that he talked to, and obviously it was Darryl Bevel and Schottenheimer, that they didn't balk whatsoever, they never hesitated with it, and they were on board with it. But it's going to, you know, the, some of the great defenses and some of the great offenses that have ever existed in the National Football League have always been a conglomeration of great minds. Yeah. And sometimes the great minds didn't get along at times. It, it, it was very feisty sometimes. And sometimes when you get a little bit of that, sometimes you end up uh, pushing the limits and, and reaching new areas and creating new things that you never thought were accomplishable.
1: You know, I, this past game coordinator phenomenon around football, I I think that's relatively new. You know, L- LSU the last few years has really stood out because of that work and and some guys there have big names and performed well at a high level. But now you see all these teams, a lot of teams, not all of them, but a lot of college teams have, have jumped into that world now and now here we go in the NFL with pass game coordinators. That seems new to me, logs. Huh. Well, most people, I think, that are in the coaching business
2: would tell you that forget about the title, just give me the extra money, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because at the, at the end of the day, does, does the title really matter? It doesn't. I mean, it, so, but I think the title sometimes is more about respect. And uh, giving a guy a title, it also creates a little bit of a flow chart and uh, and creates a certain semblance of uh, pecking order on a staff. And so, but uh, again, most coaches will tell you, don't worry about the title, just give me the extra money.
1: That's right. Sure. Uh, Joe Cullen apparently in meetings, so may not be at 415. We're still out to him, and we expect to have the defensive coordinator on with us, so we will ask him whenever he's on about this. But he was asked today, on the defensive side of the football. 4-3 or 3-4? Well, they didn't give it up, uh, logs. You know, that was obviously going to be the question from a lot of folks. They're going to be multiple and fit to the players' strengths. That's kind of what you expected to hear today.
2: It, and it's exactly what we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks when Joe Cullen's name came up. And obviously, the association with the Baltimore Ravens, which Urban Meyer talked about at length today and how He was always impressed with how Baltimore went about their business on defense. And if you look at the Baltimore Ravens and how they've operated their defense over the last number of years, they have been a multiple defense. They've played 3-4. They've played 4-3. They've had a blend of players on their roster that could do both, some that were better doing one versus the other. And so a lot of times they had a way they would play certain guys that fit more for the 3-4, and they would play some 3-4 concepts, and they had some guys that fit better with a 4-3, and they would play 4-3 concepts. So, uh, again, it's gonna be multiple, and the great coaches are the ones that end up using the players to allow them to do the things that they do best within a team scheme.
1: The last time Joe Cullen was a coordinator at any level was 2004 in college. At, uh, Indiana. It's been a while. He's worked his way back into the National Football League as a defensive line coach throughout since then. But finally getting an opportunity logs to, to dial it up defensively in the NFL. And, and you could tell today that he was, I think, really excited for this opportunity, not only just to be a, a coordinator, but to be on this staff with Urban Meyer.
2: Well, And, and Joe loved Jacksonville. Yes. I mean, you go back to Joe's first stint with the Jacksonville Jaguars when he was the coach of the Rushman. He loved it here, and he has an absolute soft spot in his heart for Jacksonville, and so the prospect of coming back to Jacksonville, I guarantee you, he was excited because it was Jacksonville, excited because it was obviously with the Jaguars and, and the ownership of Shad Khan and Tony Khan, but also... The ability to join a staff of one of the greatest college coaches that ever coached and the challenge of that, I think, was just too, too good for Joe to, to pass up. And so I'm sure Joe is extremely excited.
1: JP Shadrick, Jeff Logman, going through the coaching announcement today. We move on to special teams, and Coordinator Brian Schneider spoke today. And I know you you focus a lot on special teams, and you should. I mean, everybody should because it is what two thirds of the roster is involved in one of these special teams groups. So Schneider's hiring is big to see if they can flip the field, do different things in coverage. This is this is a big one for the Jaguars. And we'll see what he comes up with on the special teams groups. Well, with a with staff,
2: you figure that on offense, let's say you got 11 starters and then you have approximately, let's say seven, seven backup okay. that you feel really good about being positional players. Sure. So that's, that's 18. Okay, do the same thing on the defensive side of the ball. 11 guys and then seven backups. You feel really good about being positional players. That's another 18. So now we're looking at a combined number of about 36. Okay, well, you have a 53-man roster. Okay, so do the math. Okay, 53 minus 36, and all of a sudden you're looking at 17 players on the roster that are essentially special teams players, and they've got to be a part of that core of that special team. And so you've got to have a coach that can coach a lot of different positions and can reach coaches as well. And so in the head coach's involvement, I think is paramount to the uh, the successfulness of a special teams coordinator because the head coach has to emphasize the importance of special teams. And if you look at what Baltimore has been able to do, and obviously John Harbaugh coming from a background of special teams, the emphasis is there. And other special teams around the National Football League, they're good because the head coach deems that it has to be good and it has to be important. And it's one of the reasons why New England has historically been very good on special teams. And Joe Judge was a big part of that for many years with the New England Patriots. But Bill Belichick is also at the forefront of why they were able to be successful in New England.
1: And one final thought here on the staff. We'll come back in a few minutes and and delve into some of these position groups. But the director of sports performance, Chris Doyle, was announced today. And that was a topic online. Urban Meyer said that he's known him for 20 years, vetted it thoroughly, as did Jaguars owner Shad Khan after the way things ended at Iowa for Doyle. And he will be in charge basically of the strength staff, the equipment staff, the training, athletic training staff as well, all will report through uh, Chris Doyle. So uh, that's a significant change with the way things were set up here in the past with three or four different departments going up the chain. This is going up to him, who then goes up the chain.
2: Yeah, and that that's an interesting hire, obviously, because it's a, somewhat of a controversial hire with some of the past and what's happened at, at Iowa. And, I, and I'm not familiar with all of that, J.P. I haven't read up on all of that, and I will. Mm-hmm. But the one thing is for certain, if you're hiring somebody that you know is going to be controversial, because look, Urban Meyer's no dummy. I mean, he he knew that this was going to be controversial, and he knew that he was probably going to get a lot of questions. But if you've got 20 years of history with somebody, you probably have a pretty good peek into what their soul is. And so, look, I'm not saying that, that Whatever happened at Iowa was, was a bunch of baloney because obviously something happened. But uh, this is something that Urban Meyer feels very strongly about. Otherwise, he would not have hired him. But he has to be able to answer the questions. When he's asked and he did today, he, he, sure. Sure he did. stood up there and he, he answered the questions. But the, the most important thing is going to be the player's reaction to that hire. And, and I think that uh, is something that we're going to have to kind of wait and see on but if the head coach believes in somebody then you've got a chance but that person has a chance in the locker room and obviously urban has a lot of pull and has a lot of respect because of some of the things that he's done and his his opinion will hold a lot of sway
1: We're just scratching the surface of the coaching announcements today. We're out to Joe Cullen, defensive coordinator, is scheduled to join us at some point in the next 45 minutes or so here on Jaguars Happy Hour. We'll get in to his head, how he's settling back in here in Jacksonville. Also, if you're listening to this on a podcast on the official Jaguars podcast network, remember to subscribe. You probably already have. But give us five stars and comments as well. You can also watch the video replay on Jaguars.com. A little bit later, we'll go around the National Football League. And, yes, it's Trevor time tomorrow. The Clemson quarterback is throwing. We'll have all that coming up. We're off and running. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.
0: Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve. Built to perform. Publix where shopping is a pleasure, and Baptist Health, changing healthcare for good.
1: Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly.
3: Forever Vets Animal Hospital has always been about helping animals with same-day appointments, walk-ins, and extended hours. Keeping your pets healthy is important to their experienced and dedicated staff. From preventive care, surgical, diagnostic, and emergency procedures, they offer quality pet care at a reasonable cost. Your pets deserve the best, and that's Forever Vets. Visit ForeverVets.com to learn more and book your first free office exam today. They can't wait to have you as a part of the Forever Vets family.
4: Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com slash Jagscart. TIAA Bank Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: Headquartered right here in Jacksonville, the CSI Companies is one of the fastest growing staffing firms in the nation. As a proud partner of your Jacksonville Jaguars, CSI knows how important it is to find the right people for your team. See why some of Jacksonville's top companies choose CSI for their staffing needs. Visit thecsicompanies.com or call 800-582-0828 today. That's 800-582-0828 for the CSI Companies.
0: Superior Fence and Rail knows about commercial fence services. From automatic gates to security fence and railing, Superior Fence and Rail's professional team delivers with great communication, trained installers, and quality products. Trust your next commercial project with a top-rated fence company in Jacksonville. Get off the fence and call Superior Fence and Rail for your commercial project today.
5: SuperiorFenceandRail.com Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk. Checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk. Checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working.
4: Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more
6: information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details.
3: Yeah, there are a lot of challenges in National Football League you don't have in college. You know, contracts, um, how fast. I was hired at a time where, you know, we put in the paperwork, which was fairly new to me. You put in paperwork and want to visit with people under contract in the National Football League. And a lot of guys were, even before I was in my position at, uh, at Jacksonville, and I never even got them on the organization to get the interview in. So uh, that was new to me. I mean, this was a – it was – I don't want to say college is much easier, but college, you don't have the same issues as far as contractual obligations to NFL franchises.
1: That's head coach Urban Meyer today. Differences in hiring coaches in the NFL as to college. And welcome back. Jaguars happy hour. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman, Joe Cullen scheduled to join us at some point in the next 40 minutes or so. We're out to the defensive coordinator. We'll try to get in his head a little bit, and he's excited to be back in the the coaching staff announced today, and, and that's a huge difference, right? If you're Urban Meyer at Ohio State, you can call anybody you want at any time. There's no, you know, the NCAA is not putting rules in saying you can't poach a coach from some, some other team. Well, the NFL, there are tampering rules, so you can't just go uh, call anybody in the league. The, the process to do that for other teams is is pretty strict. Yeah,
2: but I mean, there's still contracts with coaches in the National F- Football League and in college, so I-, I don't think it's that different, to to be honest with you. But I think that as far as uh, the way you go about it, it's different. But, but to kind of counteract what Urban was saying right there, look, if you want to consider how much harder it is to coach in college because of all the recruiting rules and guidelines that you have to follow, JP, I mean... Wow. I mean, maybe putting a staff together, you don't think that much about it. But when you start to think about the overall management of the collegiate athlete versus the pro game, look, the pro game is a lot easier from a lot of coaches that I uh, have talked to that have done both.
1: Yeah, they're all 18, 19, and 20 year olds, too, right? In college, <laughs> they're, they're teenagers a lot of times. Well, and you know, you have a million rules. I mean,
2: right. Can you, can you buy them a biscuit and a cup of coffee or can you not buy them a biscuit and a a cup of coffee? Can you go see them in their hometown? Can you go see them on (laughs) their high school uh, grounds? I mean, there's, there's all kinds of things that, that are stipulated in college football and what coaches can and cannot do. And look, there are rules that govern the national football league as well. I don't think it's that much different. I don't think it's, it's not like there's a tangle of rules that are more complicated in the NFL, I think Urban, what he was reflecting on there was that it's just something that he's never had to to understand. And now that he's in it, it was a challenge to learn and understand the way things are done in the National Football League. But look, he's a smart guy. I'm sure it wasn't very difficult for him to pick up.
1: So we'll ask uh, Joe this when he gets in. Joe Cullen, defensive coordinator, scheduled to join us. But let's go through some of these position coaches and start on defense. And the thing that stood out to me today, Logs, was there's three different defensive backs coaches for this team, right? One for safeties, that's Chris Ash. One for corners, that's Tim Walton, who returns from last year. And Joe Dana is the DB coach of nickel cornerbacks. Three separate mm-hmm. guys. I've never heard of that before.
2: Yeah, and uh, and here's the reality, too. You have a, a defensive coordinator. You have a senior defensive assistant, <laughs> assistant to the head coach. Yeah. And then you have Bob Sutton. So I mean, there's a, there's a lot of layers on that defensive side of the ball. And look, most coaches will tell you, hey, look, the, the more bright minds that you can gather together, the better that you're going to end up being. And the one thing I do like about the staff, especially on the defensive side of the ball, that there are some people that aren't on this staff that are saying, okay, what's my next move? Because you want people that are going to be able to stick. Yeah. And I believe that the people like, Charlie Strong and, and Joe Cullen, and certainly uh, Bob Sutton, who's a senior defensive assistant. I mean, these guys, I mean, look, they're happy where they're at, and they're happy to do anything that they can to help this defense out and to help a first-time NFL defensive coordinator, and they have some great experience to be able to share.
1: Right. I mean, the next, you know, at some point, Charlie Strong – I'm sure would love to be a head coach again in, 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 in the NFL, right? But it's going to take a little bit. It's not going to be next season, right? I mean, and he knows that. Yeah, and but, he's I, been but around I don't Urban think to for a the long
2: time. impression that Charlie Strong, that that's what this job is about to him. That's right.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. That's what I'm saying. You know, and you,
2: you want people that are all in with where their shoes are at right now. And that's the best staff that you can possibly have. Not not about what your next move is and where where we can what we can leverage out of this job to get that next step that I want. So I, I kind of like this staff, and I, I believe that Urban's put together a pretty good staff. And obviously, and Urban talked about this earlier. He said the proof is going to end up being and the number of wins that you get or you don't get.
1: Let's touch on the offensive side here, and we've heard some of these names already. One of the latest names we heard, I guess last night, it was finally reported that uh, Bernie Parmalee will be the running backs coach, a name I haven't heard in a long time around the NFL. uh, But he is going to join this staff as the running backs coach, and I think he was really one of the final keys before they announced the entire staff. What do you think about this hire and, you know, working with Robinson and then whoever they figure out will be around Robinson in the backfield. Well, first and foremost, uh, I love it when you have former players
2: that are on staff. Uh, Bernie Parmley, obviously, is going to help them out. I mean, a lot of times when your coach is a former player, that, that gets the ears to open up initially, but it doesn't keep the ears open. Huh. It gets their attention. But then after that, you have to give the player information that's going to help them make them better, to make them feel like that they if, they if they do what you say, they're going to be better. And so that's something that has to continually be earned. But I like the, the ability to have people that are on the staff that play the game. I mean, much like we talked about with the guys like Keenan McCardell in the past and guys that have come through the Jaguars coaching staff ranks that played the game. And uh, there's some other guys, too, that I'm, that I'm excited about, J.P., I know that, uh, the tight ends coach is, uh, I think I mentioned this to you before. He was the, the pride of middle Georgia, <laughs> right? Tyler and, Bowen. And, uh, yeah. I got a lot of friends that live up in middle Georgia that were very excited about the hiring and I'm going to find his name right Tyler, here in Tyler the, the Bowen. second Tyler Bowen yeah. or Bowen. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to meet all these guys and, and, you know, w- one thing that I think that's tough for us, JP is that because kind of the way it is with COVID, it makes it hard to get to know the staff, whereas before, I mean, you're you're hanging out with these guys, you're talking to them a lot, and so
1: hopefully we get a little
2: bit of that this year, and hopefully everybody can get back to a little bit of normalcy in a lot of different areas.
1: We've got plenty ahead on Jaguars Happy Hour. Trevor Talk. Yes, Trevor Lawrence will throw tomorrow at Clemson, and three Jaguars coaches will be there. We'll preview that. Coming up, and we're out to Joe Collins as well. Defensive coordinator scheduled to join us on the program. We'll see if he gets out of meetings in time. Uh, the meetings are already going on, Logs. That's how it works with the new coaching staff. Uh, and welcome to a new era of Jaguars football. The reload has begun, beginning with new head coach Urban Meyer. And don't miss out on the best seats before they're gone. Lock in your tickets now for the 2021 season. Place a deposit at jaguars.com. We're back with more. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.
0: Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by Dreamfinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited, and Adeco. Visit AdecoUSA.com.
1: Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade
4: Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Floridians know what it means to stand together. That's why Florida Blue is committed to the people of Florida by providing health care with lower costs and higher quality. Enroll within 60 days of life-changing events, such as losing your job, to get benefits like plans as low as $0 a month and up to $500 per year towards your premiums and wellness rewards. Call 1-800-750-0164 or visit floridabluecom care today. Florida Blue is a trade name of Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Florida Incorporated. These health benefit plans have limitations and exclusions
0: looking to be your own boss in a proven business model do you like construction and working outdoors superior fence and rail is franchising in new markets all over the southeast from birmingham to savannah and even a few more markets in florida come win with superior fence and rail and redefine the fence industry so get off the fence and call superior fence and rail to learn more about starting a fence franchise today
1: it's the Good Greek Spiro, and I am proud to announce that Good Greek Moving in Storage is now the official mover of your Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars are making all of the right moves, and you should, too. So when it's time for you to move, do it like the Jags and call the Good Greek. Simply dial star star Greek from your cell or go to goodgreek.com. That's goodgreek.com. Good Greek Moving in Storage, official movers of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Good Greek
6: Moving in Storage, your superhero movers smoothie cafe one taste and you're feeling good now smiling wider now seeing brighter now bucket dunking now namaste now popping a wheelie now living lighter now you're on tropic time now and on mondays try our jaguars duval delight smoothies for 2.99 and you're roaring louder now end zone dancing now sipping spirit now you're on tropic time now at tropical smoothie cafe
3: I called, I don't know, my gosh, 10 people about uh, Darrell and Brett Favre, who I've known for quite some time. Uh, when he made a comment, that's as good a coach as he's ever been around. And by the way, I had my best year with him at Minnesota, and he said, hire the guy. Uh, Brett Favre, uh, uh, the respect I think we all have for him, I listened to him closely. And then Brian Schottenheimer was great, you know, the success or the Years that uh, Russell Wilson had, you go back to Sam Bradford. You look at Mark Sanchez. What they did at New York Jets so far after you know a week of having them together and being involved in those meetings. Uh, that uh, if you had to say what's my favorite theme, favorite thing to do right now would be to go sit in those offensive meetings and hear our offensive talk, our offensive staff have conversations.
1: Head coach Urban Meyer discussing Daryl Bevel and. Brian Schottenheimer, and welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Loggeman. Glad you're along with us today. If you're catching this podcast later, give us five stars on the official Jaguars Podcast Network. We, we always podcast. This is a new era, of course, Logs a new, a new world these days, digital world. So a lot of people catch this show audio only on podcast, and we appreciate that. But while you're there, give us a comment and and um, tell everybody how you like Loggeman. right? That's all you can do. You can comment right there and your Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. So that was interesting, right? I mean, Bevel has a history with the Green Bay Packers back in the old days. Well, not in the old, old days, but, you know, in the relatively old days when Favre was there, and then he goes on to Minnesota, Bevel does, and here comes Brett Favre out of retirement to move on to Minnesota and and join him and did have his best uh, year of his career, and it was Urban Meyer that reached out to Favre to, uh, as, and, and a number of other people, as you heard him just say, about Bevel and his experience and working with young quarterbacks. Same with Schottenheimer, right? Both of these guys have experience with young signal callers.
2: JP, what, what's the uh, outstanding wide receiver at the University of Alabama? What, is it, is it Waddle?
1: Uh, Jalen Waddle got hurt. Devontae Smith won the Heisman this year. Devonte Smith, okay.
2: Uh, yes. uh, I, I, got it, I got it messed up there. Okay. But anyway, so Devontae Smith. So, Urban's listening to Brett Favre. So, is he also listening to Brett Favre? Because Brett Favre just said not too long ago <laughs> that if he was picking first, he wouldn't take Trevor Lawrence. He would take the wide receiver in Alabama. Well, maybe,
1: hopefully selective <laughs> listening, right? Um, hmm. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, look, uh, Brett Favre is uh, – He's one of my all-time favorites, and there's no doubt that if he has personal experience with a coach and he says hire him, you have to listen to what Brett Favre says because Brett Favre's been around the game, and he's obviously a Hall of Famer. He's one of the greatest players that's ever played the game, and especially when Brett Favre has had an experience with a coach later on in his career when he's been around the block a little bit. I mean, that's, that's great. Sure exposure and obviously a great eyewitness to what somebody can or cannot be as a coach and Daryl Bevel got great reviews from Brett Favre and all I can think about those Brett Favre is is the 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 jokes way back in the day that they would do and and Brett Favre you know and John Madden would always kind of talk about it with his name and make it sound a certain way and uh, but it, but it's, it's, it's all good, JP. But, again, I wonder what else Brett Favre is telling Urban Meyer.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. If that was the conversation. Maybe we'll have to get Brett on like, and, and talk about the whole history with Beville. That could be an interesting uh, side yeah, piece I here. Well, you know? I guarantee you that he would. Uh,
2: look, uh, Brett is a great interviewer. And he is, uh, you know, I, I will say that, you know, my experience in the National Football League, the offensive linemen always gauge quarterbacks by their ability to go out and have a beer with them. Right. And Brett Favre was like one of the best go have a beer with quarterbacks, I think, that ever played in the National Football League. And there was a lot of quarterbacks that played that weren't very good as far as let's go have a beer with that guy. Brett Favre, Ken Stabler, uh, John Elway was reputed to be one of the best co- quarterbacks to go have a beer with if you were an offensive lineman. So. Uh, Brett Favre gets high grades in my book.
1: We've got plenty ahead. Joe Cullen is apparently en route. We'll take a timeout in just a little bit and then get uh, the defensive coordinator on from the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars here. But, well, Urban, Schottenheimer, and Bevel are all headed to Clemson tomorrow for Trevor Lawrence's throwing session. It's his personal pro day, and then he's going to go under the knife logs and fix the labrum in his non-throwing shoulder. And that tweet scared the hell out of everybody the other day. But, um, hey, it's part of the deal. You got every, every team can have up to three representatives there. Those are the three representatives going for the Jaguars. And what do you want to see, I guess, is the question out of Trevor tomorrow? I don't think it's
2: so much as what they want to see as it is so much of they want to spend some time with them. If you can't get your knowledge and get to know enough from just spending time watching him with the film study, the number of big games that he's played in, then uh, obviously I don't think you're a very good scout, and I don't think you're a very good uh, expert as far as evaluating talent because, I mean, that's where your evaluation has to be. I mean, sitting there and looking at him in, in his uh, shorts and T-shirt, I mean, <laughs> I don't, how much are you going to be able to tell from that? Because here's the reality, JP. We've seen a lot of great quarterbacks that have been in shorts and t-shirts, but it's about when you put the pads on, what can you do? That's right. So I don't think there's anything that he can do that's gonna overly wow them, but the the ability to just spend time and to get to know him is the most important thing. And, And really it's important for both sides.
1: No doubt about that. No, we'll be – obviously every team in the league has to go do some due diligence just in case things happen uh, a little bit further down the line. And But, you know, this is not going to get past Jacksonville. They obviously will not come out and say that right away. Uh, and let, You know Let's change uh, gears here, Logs. And one of the announcements today was part of the coaching staff. We were uh, talking the quarterback. We'll get back to that in just a few minutes. But the new defensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars – Joins us in studio now, Joe Cullen with us, uh, Coach. Good to see you. Can you hear me? And let's pull the microphone a little closer
5: to you. What's going on? How we doing? Well, welcome back. Yeah, it's great to be back. I see Jeff over there. <laughs> Shoot, great to see you, Jeff. <laughs> good to be
2: seen, Joe.
1: Good. Put this on. Yeah, but if you want to hear logs, yeah, put yeah. those on. And uh, yeah, good. he said
5: it's good to be seen. No, I, I tell you, it's great to be back and. Uh, I was telling a couple of the guys. So uh, David said, "Did you did you coach Jeff Lagerman? I said, "Heck no, I didn't coach him, but we d- we still call a move the Lagerman Hump move." So just so you know, with the with the tug of the jersey, we still call. But no, it's great to be back.
1: The Lagerman Hump move. Well, I, we knew in the press conference today that one of the early questions going was going to be four three or three four. Everybody wants to know what the heck you're running, and it's a multiple look, and it's a you know it's something that you have experience in all of these things. And you have to match it with the personnel you have,
5: too. No, no question. And we're still in that process. And, and the, uh, the great thing about I've been in Baltimore five previous years, mainly a 3-4, but there were a lot of 4-3 concepts out of that. And, and being here with Jack or with with Rod Marinelli, Lovey Smith, 4-3, but th- there was still some 3-4 some elements in, in both defenses. Go ahead, Logs.
2: Joe, uh, your your, t- your time spent in Baltimore, you got to spend some time around some great players, some great coaches. What did you learn about scheme in Baltimore? Because that's the one unique place from, from what I've been watching around the National Football League. They're about as multiple as any team that there is in the National Football League. And they play 3-4, they play 4-3. Talk about that experience of being there and learning and, and getting to be exposed to that.
5: Well, uh, <clears throat> first and foremost, you know, it started at the top with, with you know, Ozzie Smith, Eric DaCosta, John Harbaugh—just great alignment. All three of those guys over the years, and then the, um, the opportunity to, to not only coach some some great players. I mean, Terrell Suggs will, will have a place in Canton here pretty soon. I mean, was it was just like another coach on the field. Um, there were there was great players, but also coaches that were. Um, great at their craft. I mean, Wink Martindale learned a ton f- under Wink, you know, the last three years, and Wink was the linebacker coach when I went there. Uh, Dean Pease was the coordinator before. You know, he had been in the, the Belichick scheme and then, then the, the Baltimore scheme, but really learned a lot uh, schematically in terms of putting the, putting the players in, in position to make plays.
1: Joe Cullen with us, Jaguars defensive coordinator. Your last coordinator gig, Joe, was 2004. At Indiana, long time coming. How close were you to being a coordinator in the past between then and now? And how special is it for you personally to be back
5: pushing the buttons again? Well, you know, first of all, I'm very appreciative of the opportunity. You know, Coach Meyer, who, like I said in my press conference, is one of the winningest coaches in all of football. Uh, Just a a great opportunity and to have a chance to come back to the place really here that's special to me. Uh, been a coordinator before, but you know one of the things uh, we got a great defensive staff. It's gonna, you know, Charlie Strong, Chris Ash, Bob Sutton, uh, the, the, you know, Sterling Lucas and Zach Orr who, who, who played in Baltimore, uh, Timmy Walton who's been here, Joe Dana, and then, uh, you know, just Tony Gilbert and 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 Pat Riley, just a really excellent defensive staff, and it's gonna be a one of those collaborative efforts. You know, we're, we're all gonna do it together, but. You know, I've done it before, and, you know, one of the questions was, you know, hey, secondary coaches versus D-line coaches. There's been Rod Marinelli, who, who I learned under, a great, great mentor. Um, you know, Jim Johnson in Philadelphia. There's, you know, Todd Wash, Todd here. Yep. Uh, had some great defenses, uh, D-line coach. So, I I think um, I'm excited and, and ready to roll. Logs?
2: and uh, Joe, jo- jo, real quick, uh, I'm looking at this uh, coaching release, and. How come I'm seeing defensive line coach? How come it doesn't say Rushman coach?
0: (laughs) Well,
5: you know, we're multiple. You know, (laughs) I noticed Perk did change the the, the sign on the door. I love it.
2: I love it.
1: Uh, so, all right, let's 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 touch on a couple of uh, guys on your defense that are, you know, that have been around here. How about Josh Allen? He banged up a little bit last year. And Caleb on Let's start with those two guys. First round pick a year ago. Came on really in the last month. It felt like Chason did. But those guys have the ability to do a lot of different
5: things for your defense. Exactly right. I mean, w- one of the things, I mean, like both of those guys in, in the draft process when they were both coming out. And, uh You know, when we were at the Pro Bowl a couple years ago, Josh was there and and had an opportunity to work with him there. But you know, we're still in the evaluation process. But you know, you know, one of the things about guys like that, they can they can do either or. They can stand up. They can put their hand in the dirt. You can move them around, and just valuable guys. How about the uh, the
1: the secondary here? Last year on this defense, I think there were ten or eleven different starting lineups in the secondary alone. Injuries and guys rolling over, and a lot of things happened. But i'm curious the approach with the coaching staff in the secondary three different secondary coaches safeties
5: corners and nickels i don't i haven't heard of that before and and why that approach well you know one of the things like the, the nickel position is one of those positions and uh, jeff can can attest to this sometimes the sam linebacker he's not in the inside linebacker room when you go to sub situations he's really with the end so they kind of you know, had that position where they really didn't have a home. Well, the, the nickel is a special; he's a starter. You know, sixty percent of the snaps, you, you're probably going to be in nickel, and um, really to have the the, the special uh, coach who's in charge of that, letting Joe, who had been here and coached coached all three spots before, uh, it's great to have him and Tim Walton, you know, doing the corners. Tim and I worked together twenty years ago at Memphis. Wow. And then uh, you know, Chris, his specialty has been the whole back end and he have been a coordinator. So to me, it's, it's invaluable to have that. I think it's a great, great asset logs. Uh, Joe, I got, I got one of the things
2: that uh, from, for me that I, I'm dying to know the, uh, the attraction of working with one of the greatest coaches of all time in college football, urban Meyer, making that move to the national football league. That had to be an attraction for you and if that is the case and what else attracted you to working with urban meyer
5: well um most definitely i mean i mean i i've gotten to know coach over the years you know when i was here before friends of mine were on his staff would go over and talk football and then when i was in cleveland spent some time with him talking football um once or twice over the years tried to get on his staff it was close (laughs) but you know the timing just wasn't perfect and we you know gotten to know him over the years and the opportunity to, to, like I said, to have a chance to coach with one of the winningest coaches in, in the history of the game at, at any level. I mean, 86% of his games he's won um, really was an attraction. And then coming back to a place where I, where I really felt what was like a second home. Joe, what's next on the, uh, the
1: radar for you the next few weeks? You're in the office. You've been in the office for a little bit. The official announcement came today.
5: So what's the next month look like for you? Just really – Diving in and and what we've already done, just staff's all hired, evaluating the players and moving on to the professional players that we have to evaluate and then just grinding away and getting the scheme and and getting to know our players. Well, I know you
1: you had some meetings today, and you got out of those to come in here and join us, and we appreciate your time. It is really great to see you back in Jacksonville,
5: man. We hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you, JP. Thank you, Jeff, and uh, great to see you guys.
1: Joe Cullen, defensive coordinator for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're back. In just a moment with more Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly.
6: You won't find a better deal to keep your ride clean than Scrubbles Flexible Service Car Wash. Start in the tunnel wash and experience state-of-the-art equipment while enjoying a soapy light show. Our quality soaps and solutions keep your vehicle streak-free. Every three-minute car wash package comes with self-serve vacuuming, lint-free towels, window cleaner, and a free air freshener. Visit us at the St. John's Town Center, Fleming Island, and Atlantic Beach. And coming soon to Kernan in Atlantic. Trust the bow tie. You'll know quality once you arrive. Go Jags!
3: The best thing about working at Fair and Farrah is all of the employees. We all work together. It's extremely enjoyable to come to work every day.
4: There's a, um, a
0: common cause or goal. No matter what your job is, we're all there for the client. We are
5: dedicated to our clients 100%. We do everything it takes to maximize the value of their claims.
4: Fair and Farrah is really the Farrah family. When they choose us, they choose a family to fight for them and to protect them and to make sure that they're in a good place and that they have somebody on their side. Farrah and Farrah,
6: here
5: for you, here for good. Jacksonville,
6: at tropical smoothie cafe one taste and you're feeling good now smiling wider now seeing brighter now bucket duncan now namaste now popping a wheelie now living lighter now you're on tropic time now and on mondays try our jaguars duval delight smoothies for 2.99 and you're roaring louder now end zone dancing now sipping spirit now you're on tropic time now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe.
0: Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit provenit.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity
5: um, you know brian and i have kind of uh, had a similar track you know um just kind of following each other through the you know through the coaching ranks uh, we've never worked together um, I'm actually really excited about the opportunity to, to work with them. You know, kind of funny that both of us were, you know, we're in Seattle, um, you know, uh, you know, following each other. Um, but it, I'm, I'm excited to work with, him. you know, a guy that's got a lot of knowledge. He, you know, he's been around some great quarterbacks. I've been around some great quarterbacks. So I think it's going to be really a great team uh, for us to be able to put our heads together and, you know, be able to work with, a, you know, a young quarterback that we're going to bring in here.
1: Ah, uh, There he is. That's Daryl Bevel, the offensive coordinator. That young quarterback we're going to bring in here, Logs. Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour. That was a, a nice little tease. Which one is it? <laughs> right? They haven't said that yet. They've said they've looked at some tape of both he and Fields as well. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, tomorrow, of course, Trevor Lawrence throwing, and we, we touched on that just a few minutes ago. And he actually, uh, Bevel was answering questions about that today. And what what does he want to see? And, and basically it's, Release. Velocity is something you really can't tell unless you're in person. You know, all the other stuff. They really can't meet with him tomorrow. There's not going to be the whole, you know, sit down and, and go through everything tomorrow. They'll be there in person to see him throw the football. And, and then uh, so they've checked that box. That's really what they, they get to get out of tomorrow from Trevor.
2: Yeah, I think it's, it's a matter of uh, getting a comfort level with the pick. You know, when you get to spend a little bit of time with them, you get to know them, you get to see it, yeah. touch it, feel it, and obviously you're not touching them and feeling them. Well, you know, I mean, we don't want to get anybody confused here. All right. Okay, but, but my point is, is that you get to spend time around them and you get comfortable. And that's what you got to be. I mean, you got the first overall pick in the draft. You had better be comfortable with that pick and you better be excited about it. No doubt. And I think Trevor Lawrence checks all those
1: boxes. So Urban Meyer, Daryl Bevel, and Brian Schottenheimer are headed to Clemson tomorrow to check out the throwing session for Trevor Lawrence. And apparently it will air on NFL Network, 10 a.m. tomorrow. So many eyeballs in Jacksonville, many television sets and streaming devices will be tuned to NFL Network about 10 o'clock tomorrow here in Jacksonville.
2: Is that, is that going to be streamed on NFL.com
1: maybe? I don't know about that. That's a great question. But okay. in your streaming, dev- like if you have like a, a streaming television service, as I do, then I'll probably watch it on the phone
2: right there. You can watch it. I might have to try to get it dialed up on the TV yeah. myself, JP.
1: That's right. So uh, apparently and our, our good friend Bucky Brooks will be a part of that coverage tomorrow. So uh, we will get his thoughts on that, uh, I think, pretty soon after that happens. And uh, he's not going to be there. He'll be in Los Angeles doing analysis from his couch, as you are right now. But... Um. That well, you know, he always he's already had great insight in our off season, and it will only grow with Bucky. I think as the months move ahead here to the NFL draft. Are you ready, Logs, to go around the National Football League? Absolutely. Well, ready or not, here we go. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are Super Bowl champions. They had a championship boat parade in Tampa, including a drunken Tom Brady, apparently. Hmm. They threw the Lombardi Trophy boat to boat in what was apparently 80 feet of water. Logs, that takes some guts.
2: Well, look, I mean, look, if they, if they
1: drop it,
2: they can, they can have free divers go down and get it. <laughs> you know, and it's not a big deal. Hit the man overboard on the GPS on the boat, come back with a diver, eh, no problem. But at least the trophy wasn't used as a bat yet by Grom.
1: Not yet. Not yet. And yeah, I yeah. think they're trying to keep it away from him. All I know is that if it goes in, TB12 is not the guy going in after it. Somebody else is going to be going in after that thing, no matter if it's Well, he might have
2: or jumped or in after it with <laughs> the state that he was in. So, you know, everybody was saying he was feeling pretty good.
1: Game was a beatdown, of course. The Bucks defense played fantastic. They were all over Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Leonard Fournette had a big day for the Bucks offense, including a touchdown. Gronk had a couple of touchdown catches. And it was really not even a close game. I mean, the Bucks pulled away in this thing.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, it was all Buccaneers. And you know what? I, I'm happy for some of the former Jaguars: Blaine Gabber, Jadon Mickens, right. And uh, look, Leonard Fournette. I mean, good for those guys. And I love Bruce Arians. I, I'm a big fan of him, and I don't really know him personally or anything. And Byron Leptwich, you know, former Jaguar. I mean, just happy for all those guys. But you know, the one thing I think that kinda of got a little bit underplayed by the by the networks was the impact of the accident that happened late Thursday night in Kansas City with Andy Reid's son.
1: Yeah. You
2: know, when when you get into the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl week, I always call it the magnification of mistakes. And it and it's before the game and it happens during the game. When you make any kind of mistake, because you're, you're wired so tight getting ready for a Super Bowl in a game of that magnitude, if you make a mistake, it just interrupts the rhythm in a big fashion. And I think that had a huge impact on the Kansas City Chiefs, even though they may say that it didn't, there's no way that it couldn't.
1: Ravens tackle Orlando Brown is requesting a trade, Logs, and he wants to play left tackle. Well, who doesn't want to play left tackle? That's where the big money is, right?
2: Money, money, money,
1: right? That's right.
2: You know, they've got a pretty good left tackle already and Ronnie Stanley, and and he played extensively, Orlando Brown did, because of the injury to Ronnie Stanley. And he played it very well. And you get paid a lot more money to play left tackle in the National Football League than playing right tackle. So I don't blame him. You know, I mean, look, if he wants to play left tackle, and he also talked about how it was always his dad's dream to play, for him to play left tackle.
1: His dad is, what, Zeus? That was his nickname?
2: Yeah, the the late Orlando Brown Sr. who I played against and... Uh, we had some great matchups and a few years after he retired. And of course I was already done playing. We had, we got a chance to spend some time together and he's a great guy. And when I was playing against him, he wasn't a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was a jerk, <laughs> it should but be. we had some great battles and I got a ton of respect for him because he was a mean dude, man. And 350, 60 pounds, and when you win against them, you
1: better you better strap it up tight. Be a long day. Uh, apparently, Russell Wilson is not happy in Seattle all of a sudden, and the team reportedly is not happy that he's displaying that displeasure publicly. Wilson is the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year. He was just awarded that the night before the Super Bowl, and apparently, teams are reaching out. More teams today reportedly reaching out to the Seahawks, but the Hawks have shown no inclination. To trade away their starting quarterback, how will this end?
2: Oh, he's talking about how he's taking too many hits. You know, the offensive line essentially he's implying needs to be better. Look, if he has a right to say whatever he wants to, but Russell Wilson also is like the king of all schedule and scrapping plays, and creating things on his own, and then end up taking hits because of his own decision-making.
1: So, uh, look, uh, you can't have it both ways. Should quarterbacks have more of a hand in personnel decisions, Logs?
2: Well, I I think, look, here's the reality. The NFL quarterback should have a lot of say in a lot of things. I'm not saying that they should be over there working hand-in-hand with the general manager, but they should absolutely have a way to voice their opinion with a lot of different things because they are essentially the most important player on the off- on the, the football they've team. They've got to
1: deal with these guys, absolutely, yeah. I'm sure Tom yeah, Brady but, had but, a say of what he would like on offense.
2: But, and, and I'm sure he did. But there's, a, there's, I think, a way that Tom Brady goes about that. And Tom Brady also knows that, look, I've got a lane, and I need to do my best in this lane. And that there's other lanes that I don't belong in. And I'm not saying that Russell Wilson is out of line. I'm not saying that. But I think Tom Brady has a great way of going about it. And that's what makes him one of the best of all time. Or not even one of the best. The greatest of all time. I
1: was going to say, he is the GOAT. Uh, And we could spend an entire segment talking about the Texans issues, but we have run out of time today. We'll get to that. (laughs) That's an entire show. Another time. Uh, Give us five stars on the podcast network for Jaguars Happy Hour and a comment as well. And Logs, we will talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. Jeff Lagerman, Audi here, Joe Fortunato, Trent Padilla, Brent Reber, our entire crew, and thanks to Joe Cullen, defensive coordinator for the Jaguars for joining us. I'm J.P. Shadrick, and this is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.